Hello and welcome to I'm Speaking with Elizabeth West. I am your host. So I'm going to be talking about uh, not putting yourself in a box. So this will probably be titled Don't Put Me in a Box. Um, this is a long time coming because I wanted to have a title to that effect since the from the get-go from when I started this podcast. One reason why I called it I'm Speaking is because that's how I feel and that's how I felt in life in general um, and being uh, be well being a woman and being um, a, a woman of color and when I was when I was a little kid I remember feeling like a lot of the time I'm speaking excuse me I'm speaking that's how I felt like most of my life so it's like um, and not necessarily I've heard some some people say, you know, it's it's, it's authoritative. Um, it's not a, necessarily about being authoritative. It's more for me. It's more about hello, like if if you know, like listen for a second, and you know, you probably will will um, will find the answers. And it's like just feeling ignored and feeling um, that a term that I've been called since I was little is like, you know, you're too much, you know, it's, 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 you're too much. It's like, why are, why are you so, um, you're, or you're opinionated or you're very opinionated. And I know now as I'm getting older, well, as I got older, I know that that's because I'm a woman and because I'm, um, a woman of color. Like I don't, uh, if I was a, a, a white man, I'd, doubt that I would be questioned on you know you're you're too much or or uh yeah you know I wouldn't I wouldn't have the quote-unquote haters um <laughs> that I've had throughout my life because I'm too much because I'm just because I'm a woman and and in addition to that being a woman of color so uh yeah so so anyhow this one will be called don't put me in a box and it's funny because I have a story about uh, when I was uh, a baby and my mom told me this story and it's actually, it's the reason of why I came up with the title for my podcast when, uh, when I did. Uh, there were a couple of reasons why I came up with the title, um, which actually reminds me of something else that came full circle recently. Um, wow, I just realized something else that came full circle of why I thought of the title. Um Wow, that's amazing. I'll talk more about that later. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I will talk about that in another in another um, podcast episode. But so don't put me in a box. Uh, I felt like what I was speaking about earlier, I felt like I was always being put in a box um, and kind of like I'm always like waving my hands like, hello, I'm speaking, you know, excuse me like that. Like, hello, I'm here. I'm right here. And, you know, I'm right in front of your face. I'm right under your nose. And I just feel like uh, a lot of people would you know be you know ignore me um if I'd feel ignored or I'd feel uh you know you know maybe I'm am I too much am I too opinionated should I not have opinions should I not ask questions you know what I mean and it's like should I not be curious you know um you know, come to find out as I said earlier it's because I'm a woman because I'm a woman of color that's why I'm I get all of these um it's funny, I'll get these looks and then I'll get these, uh, 
sometimes comments or sometimes they won't even be it's just the feeling that I get you know and and I can blame that on my highly being a highly sensitive person it's borderline empath is that you feel it you feel that energy and you know when somebody's just like who are you you know or they're just very cold and you're like you know because I'm I think of myself as a very warm type of person a and I have a warm personality so when I get a cold uh what's the word for that but when I get feel like a cold response that's the word I was looking for response when I feel the cold when I feel a cold response from somebody else or even worse an unjust response that is the worst and it's in and it's usually when it's coming out of left field for no reason or when I know that I've asked valid questions which I I I feel like I, I mean I'm not perfect but I do know that when I do you know I've had a couple of podcast episodes called do you hate asking for help I hate asking for help so when I do ask for help it's when I've already exhausted all efforts so I'll say it again it's when I've exhausted all efforts that's when I ask for help so I don't tend to ask for help because I hate asking for help so I don't ask tend to ask willy-nilly so to speak you know that saying willy-nilly I don't ask willy-nilly I ask because I've exhausted all efforts and by for me exhausting all efforts means I went around it I went over it under it to the right to let I tried to figure it out I can't figure it out and um and I'm a smart person I'm not one of those again willy-nilly I'm not one of those willy-nilly people that's like looks at something's like oh I can't figure it out and then just gives up that's just not me um you know that's not my personality I've never been like that and I talk actually that's why I got my hernia at such a young age is because I'm I just want to get things done I just wanted to move these tables I wanted to move these shelves for some reason or another um to make more space when I was four years old and five years old and they ended up getting a hernia at five so you know that's just goes to show I just don't you know I don't want to wait for anybody to help I just want to do it myself so um very self-sufficient you know uh I talked about this too in the last podcast episode and um you know very self-sufficient and so I'm just not like the kind of person to to not there's a reason if I'm asking it's because it's a good question and so to have a feeling of inadequacy or the look of what are you talking about or a look of or even the feeling of like are you are you are you stupid or something like that I've gotten that a lot in life and it's like my question is valid you know and and um oh I forgot I'm 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 a woman and and I'm a woman of a color oh, oh I see that's why I'm getting looked at like who the F are you to ask a question with some substance <laughs> you know that's how I feel who the F are you to ask me a question of substance you're not a man and you're of color so who the F are you to even have a question period and my answer is I'm Elizabeth West number one first and foremost and it, it makes me think about my ancestors and I'm and I it just and I'm like you know what they weren't able to do that they weren't able to ask questions they weren't able to 
have this freedom that I have. And so I'm just like, that's another thing that it fuels me. It's like, oh yeah, I have this freedom that they fought for, you know? And so it's, it's like, oh, I'll be damned if, if you're going to shut me up. You know what I mean? It's like, you may have been able to shut up my ancestors, but I'm here in 2022. So you're not going to shut me up. So that's how I feel. So again, the, the title even makes more even makes more sense even now that I talk about that because it's like I'm speaking, you know, and it's so it's like um and it came from Vice President Kamala Harris, um, when she was saying to then Vice President Pence when they had the debate in the U. I'm in the U.S., um, so I understand there's going to be a lot of people listening from all over the different countries, um, internationally I should say, um and. Uh, yeah, so I'm in the U.S. and and it was the the U.S. presidential vice presidential debate, and it was against then Vice President Pence and um, um, Kamala Senator Kamala Harris at the time, um, now Vice President Kamala Harris, but she was saying she kept on getting interrupted by Vice President Pence at the time, and so she's like, "Excuse me, I'm speaking," you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, "Excuse me, I'm speaking." That's exactly how I feel. So. So don't put me in a box, right? We're going back to that, to the, to the title. So I've already discussed a couple of things. So I'm a woman, you know, don't put me in a box. I'm a woman. Um, I am a woman of color. I'm biracial. So that's another thing, which with all the biracial people in the world, speaking of biracial, the vice president, Kamala Harris is biracial. I don't know if anybody, if a lot of people know that. I didn't know that until was it right before she got nominated for to be the vice president um back when um president biden was picking i forget when i found out but i found out kind of late i feel like um i didn't know that she was biracial um and so for those that don't know she is she is half black half indian um her mom is from india and um yeah so she's half black half indian and um yeah. So going back to don't put me in a box. So I'm a woman. I'm, I'm, I'm a woman of color. I'm biracial. And so it's that's a whole nother podcast, whole other podcast episode on its. It will be a few podcast episodes on its own. And I'm going to talk to probably other biracial um, people because um, because we have a whole other set of stories from our point of view that no one would know. Um, because we're like the other, like there's the other, and then there's the other of the other. So we're like the other of the other <laughs> because we are, we're, we're biracial. So we have both, we have racism from both sides. So yes, we're embraced from both sides, but there's a lot of racism from both sides as well. So it just makes you, uh, it gives you a thick skin, that's for sure. I know it's making me, it made me stronger just in general as a human being. So, but at the time when I was young, when I was a kid, of course, when you're a child, you don't, you don't know about, you know, you're, you're like, I don't, you just want to fit in. That's a whole other episode. I'm already getting, getting going down that road. But yeah, that's going to be a more, probably more than one episode. But yeah, I, I will talk more about that being biracial because that is huge. And, and only 
if you're biracial, do you understand it? You know? Uh, yeah. So we have a lot of similar stories when I talk to other people that are biracial. We're just like, yep, I got you. I already know what you're talking about. I get you. Before you're finishing your sentence, I already know what you're going to say. That's how we feel. So, um, okay. So don't put me in a box. So I'm a woman. I'm biracial. Oh, and I'm an introvert. You know, which is all of the stigmas and stereotypes about that, which I'm looking forward to squashing and smashing. Um, because a lot of the time, actually, that's why I didn't know that I was an introvert for so long. Only did I know in 2020. Because I thought I was an extrovert, number one, because I'm outgoing. Come to find out, oh, shy is a separate characteristic than being an introvert. Everybody equates it, not everybody, but... A lot of people equate it to shy to being the same as being an introvert, which it's not. It's just in how we recharge. That's it. The difference between an extrovert and an introvert is just in how we recharge. Oh my gosh. It was like my mind was blown when I figured that out. I was like, are you kidding me? I thought it was, it's like all these other traits and characteristics are added on to being an introvert. And it's like, uh, all it is in a nutshell is in how we recharge extroverts recharge by being around many people introverts we recharge by being alone and and i am going to use my cell phone analogy just like a cell phone does not need to charge like if your cell phone is in the red or if your cell phone is low right it doesn't need to charge all day every day 365 days a year on the charger it just needs to charge enough to get you know the bat so the battery is is higher so you can use it same thing with being an introvert we don't need to recharge all day every day 365 days a year and be alone all day every day 365 days a year to recharge we just need to recharge when we're at our capacity and everybody, we are all individuals, so we all have, all have an individual capacity, but we all know because we'll start to feel it. Like me, I'll feel it in my, um, I'll just feel it. I'll feel it. I'll feel stressed. I'll feel burned out. I'll feel like I've, I'm at my wit's end or I feel like I'm at basically capacity is the best word to describe it. When we feel like we're at our capacity, that's when we need to recharge. And that's it. I'm also, and this is another thing is like, I'm also, and I talk about this on some of my um, podcast episodes too about being an introvert and the myths about it and, and just on other episodes um, of mine and um, another thing is like the the myth is that everyone is 100% one or the other and it's like no we're not <laughs> no it's, it's a spectrum I'm not 100% an introvert I'm more introverted than I am extroverted so I am an introvert I consider myself an introvert I can also could consider myself an extrovert because I'm also extroverted but I'm more of an introvert so I consider myself an introvert and the reason why that matters is because of going back to recharging well-being recharging emotional health um, you know we talk a lot about physical health this is about emotional health and and being and filling our cups you know that saying filling our cups and i like how jada selner she says filling our wells because we're much bigger than cups right we're wells we're people we, we have a lot to fill so filling our wells and then i even added on to it filling our well-being you know filling filling our well-being so 
that is the difference. That is why it's important for introverts or those that are more introverted to recharge because we need to recharge. You know, we, 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 we need to recharge by being alone. Everyone, even extroverts, first of all, and this is another thing, another myth that extroverts don't need to be alone at all. Everybody needs to be alone at some point to kind of like gather your thoughts. You know, um, a lot of people go, usually choose the outdoors, someplace, something outdoors, or, or it doesn't have to be outdoors. It could be indoors. It could be your reading or it could be, um, but I know it's a lot of people extroverted or introverted. We, we usually all can agree on taking a walk or getting outside, getting out in the outdoors for some space for, for a breather. And so that's if you're an extrovert or an introvert. So, you know, this, that's another myth. I feel like that, okay, yes, extroverts recharge by being around many people, but it's not supposed to be all day, every day, just like, and it's the same thing of what I said about introverts don't need to be alone all day, every day. Neither do extroverts need to be alone. I mean, with people all day, every day, you know, I mean, same with them they're like the opposite so they're an introvert so they 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 get their energy by being around many people but that doesn't mean that they need to be around many people 24 7 365 days a year to get their energy just like introverts on the opposite spectrum introverts don't need to get our energy by being alone all day every day seven days a week 365 days a year you know same thing so you know and this is I'm thinking about something else. It's like, why are we so, well, I know why we are patriarchy, but why are we so either, either or I'm over the either or I'm all about the both. And somebody said this on a podcast and I was like, I was like, it blew my mind because I never even thought of the term both. And, and the, the lady was like, I believe in both. And, and I was like, I like that because why do we have to choose? Like, oh, I like the color red and I can only like the color red. No, I like the color red and I love the color pink and I like the color blue and I like the color green and I like the color orange. Why can't we be both and? Why do we have to be, oh, I can only like one color. My favorite color. My favorite color can change, you know, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. It can change, you know, depending on my mood sometimes, you know, or yeah. So anyway, that's another thing. So don't put me in a box, right? So I'm an introvert, uh, I'm a woman, I'm biracial, I'm a woman of color, biracial. I'm an introvert. I'm also a highly sensitive person. So that's also another bracket, you know, um, all of these things make me me. I'm also a highly sensitive person and that's not that's not putting myself in a box. A lot of people think the op, I guess the opposite of, I'm thinking of self-awareness and mindfulness, which it almost, like I had a breakdown in 2020, why, why I realized, when I realized that I was an introvert and a highly sensitive person, even though I had dots that I connected throughout my life and I had those podcast episodes as well. Number two, podcast, my second podcast episode is called Connecting the Dots and I have another one, How Did I Get Here?, that talks about it as well and um how I found out uh, connecting the dots throughout my life so that I'm a highly sensitive person um but the first uh time that I even knew of the term HSP highly sensitive person slash HSP 
was in an Oprah article. Thank goodness for Oprah. She had an article, Are You a Highly Sensitive Person? I happened to divine interventions now I'm thinking about it because like of all the articles that I just happened to read that was one of them that day and I just happened to so it was in her magazine because I subscribed to her magazine and um the Oprah magazine and it was like are you a highly sensitive person I I had some time to kill so I was like well let me just take this quiz and see what I don't even know what this is like what is this I don't even know what it is so anyway I took the quiz you know at the end they have it where you you know you answer if you get this many for your answer, then it's this. If you get that many, then it's this. And then I answered the way I answered my answers. It was like, you're a highly sensitive person. You know, our chances are you're a highly sensitive person. Because I answered, I guess, high for that scale for a highly sensitive person. And I was like, what? And I was just like, one of those, again, one of the dots, quote unquote, that I connected in my life. This was back in 2012. Cause I had to look back and figure out when was the article written and it was in 2012 and um, which is kind of funny because that's when the book quiet came out for introverts and I, that's how I found out I was an introvert. One of the dots, one of the dots that I thought found out that I was an introvert and that, and it wasn't because I read the book. It was because my brother read the book and then he was telling me about it and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm an introvert because I thought I was an extrovert because <laughs> I didn't know that uh, I, I I equated it with all of the stigmas that being an introvert is the same as being shy. And I knew I was not shy. So I was like, oh, I must be an extrovert, you know. And so I wasn't recharging my whole life basically <laughs> because I didn't know that I was an introvert. So I didn't even know I was all out of whack and I felt it. I knew I was out of whack. And again, talking about my my history, being a caretaker for 14 years, I never had a chance to concentrate on who who I was, you know. So that's another thing I talk more about that in How Did I Get Here, that podcast episode as well. But um, so don't put me in a box. I'm a woman. I'm biracial. I'm an introvert. I'm a highly sensitive person slash HSP in Myers-Briggs. I'm an INFP, which we're known to be... I guess you could say we're just known to have a lot of ideas. We're known to be, it can look to others on the outside looking in. It can look, it can look like we are uh, not flaky. I I hate that's actually, it could look flaky to some. And it can also look like we are wild is a good word. It could look like we're wild, INFPs. Um, but actually we're not we're actually very smart and every every personality type is smart i'm not trying to say that oh you know only my personality type is smart that's not what i'm saying but what i'm trying to say is that we may look aloof to those that are not that are not um familiar with the traits or maybe look at the traits as being aloof or wild but we are actually not. We actually have a, not, a lot of um, we have a lot of ideas, and we yeah we just have a lot of ideas. But that's not that doesn't I mean that we're not dumb, you know what I mean? For having a lot of ideas, 
you know, we, we're, we're pretty smart. We have a lot of these ideas. So anyway, that's INFP in Myers-Briggs, which there's some other personality types that are more like stable, so to speak. They're more calm. They're not wild. They're like one, two, three, four, five. And which is great. Nothing against that. I'm not a one, two, three, four, five person. And my whole life, I thought that that was a bad thing because of, I'm just going to say society. You know, it's like, that's not, you know, follow the, follow the rules, follow one, two, three, four, five. I mean, I follow rules, but I'm speaking about like one, two, three, four, five. You got to do, you got to do one through four to get to five. Well, no, you don't. That's the way I think about it is that, no, you don't. How, who cares how you get to five? As long as you get to five, that's the way I look at it. So see, it's a different way of thinking. I'm thinking, I have a thinking of who cares of how you get to, to number five. It could be any combination of things that'll get you to five. And my belief, my thinking and my belief is like, who cares? If I'm getting to five, the same way that you got to five, who's to say yours is better than mine? Because you went one, two, three, four. So yours is better. I never, I never understood that. To me, it doesn't make sense. Like if you're getting the same, the same answer, who cares how you got there? You got the same answer. So who cares what order you went in? That's what I'm looking at it. Like who cares of what order you went in to get there as long as you got there? So that's what, that's what I'm thinking. So anyway, that's, um, yeah. And then another thing <laughs> that, um, you know, don't put me in a box. Going back to that, I'm a woman, I'm biracial, I'm an introvert, I'm an HSP, I'm a highly sensitive person, borderline empath. Um, and by the way, uh, my understanding is that all empaths are highly sensitive people. Not all highly sensitive people are necessarily empaths. So again, I repeat that all empaths are highly sensitive people. Not all highly sensitive people are empaths necessarily. So I am definitely a highly sensitive person. I am on a borderline empath. Um, there's people in my family that are empaths. And I feel like they're, they're more um, of an empath than I am. So, but uh, yeah, anyway, we're all, but we're all highly sensitive. We're all high, highly sensitive people. Empaths are, are highly sensitive people, but highly sensitive people aren't necessarily empaths. So, um, so another trait slash characteristic is, is that I'm finding out about myself is that in human design, um, if you're not familiar with human design, don't worry about this because it's not, this is not going to make sense to you. But if you are familiar with human design, I am a manifesting generator and what human design is, I should probably talk about it. Uh, is it is basically a blueprint for when you were born and where you were born up to the minute and it goes from where the stars were and where the moon was so astrological but it's it's specific to you because it goes according to where you were born and to the minute of when you were born so you you see how it's very specific because if you were born you were born in this city um to, the, to what minute you know of the day exactly 
when you were born. So it's very, I highly encourage it. If you're one of the people that likes to know about yourself and have that self-awareness slash mindfulness, I would highly, I highly encourage it. And there's ways that you can find it online. Um, there's a lot of websites that do it. They'll give you your, if you have the time and day of when you were born, your birth certificate per, would be the best. If you have your birth certificate, then you can put that into so that they can find out what you are because there's, I believe it's six types or five types. Because um, there's manifesting generators, there's manifestors, there's generators, there's projectors. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one. But yeah, there's a, there's a few types. And um, depending on when and where you were born, um, it will tell you. So I got mine from Jovian, which is J-O-V is in Victor, I-A-N is in Nancy.com. I got mine from there. But you can get your chart from anywhere. It's free to find out what type you are, whether you're a manifesting generator or a generator or a manifester or a projector like that. You find out your type. Um, and then if you want to do a detailed reading, I have a couple of contacts for detailed readings, which is those ones are not free. You got to pay for those. But um, those cost, but it's worth it because they, they actually read your chart. That um, So you're going to get your chart when you do it for free. You can, get your, you can do that for free um, on the Jovian site that I had just mentioned, J-O-V is in Victor, I-A-N is in Nancy.com. You can find out what, what you are, and then you're going to get a chart. The chart's going to look like you're going to be like, well, I don't know what that means. So they break down your chart the people that I'm thinking of. Um, there's a couple of people. Luscious Hustle, the ladies of Luscious Hustle are amazing. Um, and they are Laura and Betsy Milne. So Betsy and Laura Milne are of Luscious Hustle. They will read your chart. And also there's Kelsey Abbott. I repeat, Kelsey Abbott. She also reads charts. And they are amazing. Just whoever you go to, you're not, it doesn't, you know, whatever you, wherever you want to go to, they are amazing and they will read your chart in more detail. And if you go, tell them that Elizabeth West sent you because I just, you know, I like to help and I like to share information. Okay. So let me go over my story about don't put me in a box. So I have a story of when I was a baby, newborn baby being taken home from the hospital and I was put, they put me in this, I want to say the doctors, um, where I was born, the doctors put me, uh, I wasn't in the city. I wasn't born in the city. So it was outside of the city. And the doctors, from my understanding of what my mother told me, is telling me, I was put in a box. And it was like a little carrier box that they could put me in. Um, and... So I was put put in this box, and so they took me home. My mom and dad took me home, and they put me. I'm not sure. I was in a in a room, or they put me. Anyway, they put me some. They they put me, or it might have been on the floor. I don't I don't remember <laughs> where it was. But anyways, I was in the box, and they were like, you know, doing something like maybe clearing out the the room or something. And next thing you know, now I'm a newborn baby, right? So tiny. And next thing you know, my dad notices 
and he's like I got out of the box which cracks me up so I got out of the box I'm a newborn baby put in this box and the box wasn't like no little I'm gonna say willy-nilly it wasn't like no little willy-nilly box it was like the doctors put me in this box and it was just until my my parents could kind of get me in my um say bassinet you know until they could get me in there and they were kind of like um they brought me home and they were getting me situated and so I was still in that box the makeshift box but it was it was I'm saying makeshift but it was a strong it was strong it wasn't like you know they wouldn't put me in a in a in a place that I would be harmed you know or where I would um fall through the box it was like a very sturdy sturdy um and maybe box might not even be the right term but the 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 um con- I'll say container the container they put me in which I don't know if that sounds good or bad but <laughs> anyway so I'll just say box for now because it goes with the term and so they put me and they were kind of getting my bassinet ready and they put me down and and my dad notices that I am I get out the box and my dad is like telling my mom he runs to tell my mom and he's like oh my gosh this little girl this baby newborn baby got out the box and he's telling my mom and my mom doesn't believe him she's like I don't believe you how can this little baby newborn get out of the box I mean they just were born they're tiny and that box is big and sturdy how did she get out of the box and my dad was like I don't know how she got out of the box but she got out of the box because <laughs> she's not in the box anymore <laughs> I think he put me back in at that point but he was like I don't know how she got out but she was out like that and so my dad goes this is the story my mom's telling me my dad goes watch like that so he puts me back in the box and now they're watching me and they saw me and I was just like the way my mom describes it I was kicking the box I was just like kick 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 and just kicking and also maneuvering maneuvering can you believe it a newborn baby knows how to maneuver I did I knew how to maneuver (laughs) so my mom was like I maneuvered it I would kick it and then I would maneuver my body to turn the box over not over but like flip it so that I could get out of the box (laughs) so they watched me right and they saw what I was doing they were like oh my gosh this baby is unbelievable like she will not if she wants to get out she will get out and so that's one thing they noticed and this is interesting because let me you know this is kind of sums up this whole thing don't put me in a box because I you couldn't even put me a box as, in a box as a newborn baby because as my mom says I would just kick keep kicking it until and maneuver my body maneuver my body how does a newborn baby know how to maneuver their body I don't know but I did and she was just watching me they were both watching me and I maneuvered the box so that I could flip it to the side and I could then get out of the box so boom right you know it's like nice try you can't keep me in that box so anyway that's that's one reason when when I um thought of the term I'm speaking with with Elizabeth West the the title of my podcast I thought of that story and I said oh my gosh because I was on the fence like should I name my podcast that 
or not, even though I'm speaking, I am speaking, like literally, and I'm speaking with guests, you know, I'll be speaking with guests, and they can say, and I, and I have this on my, um, uh, what do you call it, the words for my, my podcast, and why, why the title is the title, why the title is the way it is, but, um, so that when people were talking, you know, they're guesting on my podcast, and, you know, and they're like, what podcast were you on? Oh, I was on, I'm speaking with Elizabeth West, see, and it makes sense, because it's like they were speaking with me, <laughs> so. So there are a lot of kind of things that tie in, so to speak. But yes, you know, don't put me in a box. Um, and I feel like we all allow people to put us in boxes. And, you know, enough of that. It's like, don't put me in a box. You know, we're always going to be put into boxes. People will always try to put us into boxes for being, if you're a woman, you're in a box. If you're a woman of color you're in a box if you're biracial you're in another box if you're an introvert whatever you are you know you're going to be in another box and it's like shoot pretty soon that box is going to be like you know really really you know it's a box in a box in a box and it's like that's why you can't put people in a box because it's just not it's not possible you know it's we're all individuals so anyway i hope you liked like this episode uh you know, and, and it's like, if you're feeling like someone's trying to box you in, get out of the box. Don't let someone box you in. Like you are just this, or you are just that, or you are only this and you are only that. Bullshit BS. We are not only this. I am not only that. I am not only this. I am so much more. But m- first and foremost, I'm Elizabeth West. And I'm an individual and I'm a human being. So, you know. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Um, if you have any any suggestions for topics and or you would like me to interview someone in particular, let me know. I have it on my website, which is westelizabeth.com, my fat last name and first name.com. Um, I have a, a mic icon, microphone icon. It's in pink and it says leave me an audio message or I might say leave an audio message. You can leave an audio message there for me and I will get it. And um, yeah, let me know if there's a topic and or something you would like to discuss. Thank you for listening so much. I appreciate you. I will speak to you soon and cheers to speaking up and making your voice heard.